Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It was a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 um, welcome to another episode of GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. See, I was sitting here before the show talking to Crystal, and just time disappears when we talk, and, and all of a sudden the show just kicks in. It's like, oh, you guys got to start, and I'm like, whoa, so <laughs> sorry, it caught me a little off guard. When I get lost in conversation or something, uh, pretty much just hours can disappear, and I have no idea what's going on. So I'm sorry to interrupt our conversation, but we have a little bit of a show to do tonight, which will be really fun. Right. So let me start this intro off right. My name is Mike Mullins. I am broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Plex on the seventh floor. It's getting way too uh, expensive <laughs> to heat up those higher floors, so I'm staying down low tonight. But if I climb up to the roof and if I take the fire escape up to the top and if I climb to the tallest point of the tallest tower of the tallest part of the DDP radio flex and I bring in my Batman sunglasses and I look great up to the great white north and I look to the skies and there is a maple leaf in the lights there is a bat light of maple leaf and you know what that means that means my friend Crystal is on the line and she's ready to have a great show tonight for GDP Radio Live. So without any further ado, she is, I am the Robin to her Batman. Let's put it that way. It's the one, <laughs> the only, Crystal Stewart. How are you, my friends? Oh, you're awesome. Um, yeah, leave it to superhero duos to just make me laugh ridiculously. So, yeah, I'm good. I mean, all things considered, oh. you know, it was a sunny day today, but don't let that fool you. So... <laughs> Well, I think that you and I are probably more like Pinky in the Brain than we are Batman. Right? <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, well, I'm excited for the show tonight. we got a great guest, as usual. You've been working really hard. Right before we were talking about this stuff, uh, you were telling me that you're working on the brand new DP Radio Instagram. So you, it's not launched yet, I don't think, but that's in the works, too, as long with the Facebook page. That you got going. We're, we're, we're all over the place, baby. We are. We are. Um, I think that you can actually search it on Instagram. I just don't know. I don't know. It's Instagram. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm winging it. But, you know, it's going to be up there regardless. No, I mean, it, it's, and, and I was telling you beforehand, I actually watched a, a documentary called Fake Famous on HBO, and I was talking about Instagram so I just wanted to put it out there right now. If you guys have any uh, have any uh, sexy swimwear you'd like me to model or some products you'd like <laughs> me to endorse, um, I will be accepting <laughs> free outfits. <laughs> Probably get me banned within two minutes of Instagram, though. So uh, we'll, we'll try to be careful of that. I won't wear the speedo on on, <laughs> on the site. So. Oh, and wow. we're off the rails. Two minutes into the <laughs> show, we're already off the rails. I think that's a record for us. Right? <laughs> well, oh, we awesome. do have our, um, our our guest on the line here. I think uh, that they are here. There's a bunch of different uh, numbers in my queue. So if you are oh. our guest, I cannot access you unless you hit the one, I think oh. it is, to get on the line. Yep. So um, uh, I think I see you somewhere out there, but I can't access you until you hit the uh, the number one button. Um, so I'll keep my eye out for this. But before we get 
any going. Oh, I got it. Here we go. Um, yep. So before we go any further, uh, what we do here at DDP Radio is every week, or almost every week, occasionally we switch it up with a guest or something, we have a little segment called Warrior of the Week. And Crystal, you are like the um, the Simon Cowell of the Warrior of the Week. You <laughs> scour the DDP Radio, the DDPY uh, community, and you find the most talented, most you know, walk in the walk type of DDPY warrior you can find, and then you bring them to the show, and we tell their story on the air. Uh, almost every single week, I say to myself, next week there's no way Crystal's going to be able to top this pick. And then every week, mm. the next week just lives up to the expectation. So you're awesome. You get an awesome eye for interesting, inspiring stories. And I believe we have a guest here on the line. So if you would like to introduce him, Crystal, let's get this uh, party started sure. with our DDPY Warrior of the Week and fill us in who we got to talk to today. So I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name right, but tonight's Warrior of the Week goes to my friend, Matt Wilner. And he he's amazing. I mean, we say this all the time, but you know, you look at someone in their journey and how far they've come. I mean, it's always awe inspiring. And Matt is one of those people. I mean, he, he's put the work in and it's very evident, not simply by pictures, but just by, you know, just by the way people talk about him or, or refer to him. I, as soon as, you know, Matt was brought to my attention. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon and said he had to come and see us. So, without further ado, let's start our discussion tonight with my friend Matt. Hello, can you hear me? Hi, yes, Matt. Yes, hello. All right, cool. <laughs> how, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Excited to talk to you tonight, man. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading a couple snippets here of your story that Crystal was sending me the, uh, earlier today, and I'm really excited to have a conversation with you. And uh, like we do here on the GDPY uh, radio show, every conversation, we get to know each other on the air. We, we discover each other, we, we feel each other out, and we kind of take this conversation wherever it wants to go. But the first question we always have in the queue is every great story has an origin story. If you're Batman, if you're the Joker, whatever have you, you always got to have the origin story. What was it that brought you to the DDPY family? And what made you seek out this program as something that you kind of needed or wanted to uh, undertake and maybe make some changes or improvements in your physical or overall health? Well, I have to say it started with my foot surgery that I had back in February of 2013. It was February 13, 2013. Basically, I had to have my right foot fused together with three screws. And that was a real eye-opening experience for me. I was heavy before the surgery. And, I mean, after the surgery, it pretty much made, like, losing weight impossible, you know, in my mind. And shortly after my surgery, I saw the Arthur Borman video. And I instantly related to him because I had issues walking and such. But one thing that I have to say, I saw the video. I saw what he did, what's possible, but I wasn't really sold, I guess. I I went to the DDP Yoga website, looked up the DVDs. It said there were like 100 bucks for the DVDs. But in my mind, I just, convinced myself no 100 bucks i don't want to spend 100 bucks it's not worth the money or it's another gimmick or it's another way you know another workout program someone's trying to sell me you get what i'm saying yep so that's pretty much how i discovered ddp why it wasn't until a family vacation in july of 2019 that i had my eye-opening moment i was on vacation in chicago that's where i'm from me, my wife, my two daughters went to the zoo for the day. We got there around 9 o'clock. And by 11 o'clock, I was done for the day. I had, a, you know, I was heavy. I couldn't barely walk. I was uncomfortable. I basically told my wife and kids, go to the gift shop. We're getting out of here. I'm done for the day. And that was really heartbreaking when I think back because I felt like I took something from them that day. And I could really, I could picture the faces to this day. So they went to the gift shop. I went to sit 
on a bench under a tree. And when I'm sitting there, I saw a guy roll up next to me on a power chair. And he looked to be about the same age as me, out of shape, overweight. And I looked at him and I looked at myself and I said out loud, F that. I said out loud, F that again. I said, I'm not going to turn out this way. And then an overwhelming feeling came over me because I had DDPY. I said, I need to do DDPY. My foot is no, can no longer be my excuse not to lose weight. I need to do this. And seeing that, I just needed that, you know, seeing that really opened my eyes. And I didn't want to rob my family again over another day with their, with their husband and with their, with their dad. So pretty much I got back from vacation. I contacted BDP Yoga on the Facebook page and asked about the DVDs, and then they said you, they, they have an app. They'd give me a month for free, and then so pretty much since July, July 15, 2019 is when I got the app, and I've done it. I started in the chair, and I worked my way up slowly. Because of my foot, I have limitations on what, position, what moves I can do, but I didn't let my foot stop me, and I just, start, I just kept moving forward. I mean, to, today I'm down 114 pounds in 20 months. Way to go, Matt. Wow. wow, that's awesome. I mean, my story, wow, I mean, incredible. it's not, it's, I changed the food slowly because I knew if I'd made a drastic change, I wasn't going to stick with it. But one thing DDP that stood out to me is like, I, he said he eats real food. And that really helped wrap my mind around the concept. And that helped me get off of the fake food I was eating. And that really was the turning point. I mean, that was – and to say my life has totally changed is an understatement because I'm actually taking a health and wellness class at the community college, and I'm seeking my level one DDP certification right now. So because oh, awesome. I, want, I want to work with people that feel limitations from their body, from knee, back, foot, like me. I want them to know that DDPY can give them their lives back. And I'm extremely passionate about that. And that's why I want to be an instructor because I could show them oh. modifications because I have a foot that's bad, but I can show them what they can do. And I could show them just because you can't do a position or a move doesn't mean you can't do other things. You need to find what works for you. And that's the best part about this program is it meets you where you are, but if you can't move on, like I can't do push-ups on my feet. I can't do, I have to do them on my knees. I have never done a real push-up in 20 months, but I'm showing progress. I can't put a lot of weight on my foot because, you know, I don't, I can't risk it being damaged, but that does not stop me because I find a way. And that's why I love DDPY and that it's completely changed my life. So that's my origin story in a nutshell. That's awesome. That's that's Um, incredible. I I love that. I have a question, Matt. Um, Would you say your biggest hurdle was the weight or your mindset? I would say it was my mindset. I mean, I was heavy. I was 32 when I had the surgery. But before that, I was heavy. And, I mean, you just lie to yourself and bullshit yourself so much. That's what I did in my 20s. And once I had the foot surgery, I felt like I, it was impossible because of my foot, because I can't run, obviously, and I can't jog and walk. I can't do traditional things to lose weight. So why bother? So that's when I, right. I just pretty much told myself I was disabled, eat whatever the hell you want to eat, and just live, be happy, live a happy life. Well, that's not happy. That's destructive, no. and it was all it was all in my mind, you know. But I just didn't wow. know. Yeah. I didn't know what I. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know any better. I mean, just I kept lying to myself and lying to myself, convincing myself, and that's the worst part about this. I should have, I should have bought the DVDs after my foot surgery, and I should have done it then. But I wasn't ready, and like right. that's the hard part for me to explain to people, like. I have people ask me about it. They see my progress, but it's 
they're not ready. I can't do nothing. I'm, I'm like wasting my breath in a sense. You know, I, that's why like becoming an instructor, if I, I will have people that are ready and I don't have to convince them or change their mind. Cause that's the one thing that I'm trying to, to I don't know. I don't want, it's hard to sw- flip that switch in someone's head to make them realize, yeah. Hey, you need to do something or this. See, my fear was I didn't want to wake up in a hospital bed. I did not, you know, I didn't want, or luckily wake up in a hospital bed, you know, you never know, but, but luckily I had no, that eye-opening experience that like showed a future me and I was like, no. And luckily I recognized that and didn't write it off. God for that. But yeah. But when you are at the, uh, the park, you know, so many, so many times that happens because, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years now, DDPY in some form. And there's been times when I've just completely fallen off the wagon. And, you know, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm gaining weight and stuff, but on the day-to-day, it's so incremental that my body doesn't, you know, it didn't really feel it. And then you'll have this moment where the enormity of how far you've fallen will hit you all at once. And it's terrifying yeah. in the moment. It is, it is a panic attack, and you realize, I cannot operate my body the way I once was able to. And it really is an eye-opener. And... You, I love the way you were you were talking about excuses and stuff and how many you know things we can tell ourselves. And I've said this on the show before. They always say that you can't lie to yourself. I say that's bullshit because I can lie to myself better than I can lie to anybody else. I can tell myself all the things I want to hear if I want to. And that's true. You know, a couple of years ago, I, I, I too was going through something really hard, and, and, and you know my dad was sick, and, and we were losing him, and just all the stuff we'd moved, and things were getting hard. And I just said, listen, I, I just want to be happy. I don't want to worry about food. I don't want to worry about eating or healthy or doing anything. I just want to be happy. But in my rationalization to be happy, I was started to realize all of the things I'm taking from myself and all the happiness I'm taking myself in the name of being happy. I can't do things anymore. I can't, you know, do things that I love. I don't fit in seats. And, and all of these justifications to be able to eat what you want ends up not being worth it but it takes a really monumental moment for that all to kind of click in your head and realize the justification is just nonsense. And each moment is different for each person to recognize. I mean, that was my moment, but people have their, they need that moment and you really can't say nothing to anybody until they get to that point. That's the hard part for me. Cause I'm like, I want to like help somebody. I want to show them the way. And I'm like, but I can't force nope. them. They have to be wanting, willing to do that, and that's the worst part about I don't know, like the mental, the mental state you get into. You know, it's so bad. I don't know. It's just. Oh, it's frustrating. But I'm, I'm just happy I yeah. snapped out of it. You know, that's what, I'm thankful for that, and luckily I did because I probably would have woke up in a hospital bed, so, or worse. You seem to have discovered it, you know, in enough time. You know, you have the regrets that you didn't start it when you did, but a lot of people would never have seen those signs, and they would have, you know, completely spiraled. And it, it's so true. Like, I've been in places where I knew it's best for me, and I wouldn't listen to anyone because you really do, as much as you want to intervene, you, you see with addiction all the time, or, you know, you always watch those documentaries of those people who are heroin junkies and stuff, and, you can send someone to rehab who's not ready and they'll come out sober. And then in a day they'll be relapsed. You've got to be able to want it. You got to be able to find that in yourself. And it's frustrating for people around you who love you. And in your case, you know, you are seeing this in other people and you desperately want to help, but it really is hard to help someone that doesn't want to help themselves yet. And it is a process to discover that in people. And it's, it's frustrating for everyone around because, you know, you see someone you love, basically, you know, dying in front of you or, or spiraling or getting out of control. And any sane person wouldn't feel compelled to help that person, but you do. You need to kind of – what I always say is be an example. Like show them that it's working for you without being pushy. Like show the benefits you're having and just live your best, you know, uh, it sounds so cliche, but best self. Uh, and that's the best billboard for, for healthiness that you can be for somebody. And I see that as yeah. a positive way too, because I, I keep 
get making more and more progress and people around me are seeing it and they're happy, but it's like, I'm like surprising them. And it's kind of eye-opening a little bit. I could see, you know, you could just tell by people's reactions, like, damn, he's, he's only, he's a year and a half in and he's still doing this. And I'm think I mean, I'm going to do this the rest of my life. That's the goal. This was not a diet, a exercise program to do until I lost all the weight. This is a lifestyle. And again, I, I made this a lifestyle change. And I could do DDPY till I'm 100 years old. I mean, it can. that's what I love about this too. There's no limitations. So that's, I don't know, just hopefully my goal, I'd like to just reach out to somebody. Someone, one of my family members or a coworker, I would just love to be able to show them and then have them get, you know, see progress. That would be like rewarding to me. And that's, that's why I want to be an instructor because I want to be, I want to help people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, When you're feeling so good, you just want to pass it on. Yeah. Um, Matt, did you know who DDP was before you started all this? Yes and no. I never, I followed wrestling when I was a kid. I grew up in, I'm 40 years old. I grew up in the 80s. So, but I watched like the Junkyard Dog and the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I watched all those guys. So DDP came out when I was like a little older. I knew of him, but I never really, I mean, I really, once I saw the Arthur video and he was on there, that's when I, it clicked. I kind of figured who he was you know, from that, but I really didn't know his, his story pretty much until, I, you know, and obviously I listened to his book, his Positivity on Top book, and I got to really know him. Once I joined the program, I really got to, I read up on him and tried to learn as much as I could about him and just how, how great he is. I mean, he's awesome. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him, like, starting this program or having the passion to do this to help people. And that's kind of where I get my passion, kind of like what he did, you know. That's what I want to do, help people. Mm. He's pretty awesome. I actually talked to him back in August. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was on a Facebook Friday that time. Oh, wow. He actually called me in June, but I didn't answer the phone. It was a blocked (laughs) number. One of the many people to do that. Everyone does that, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean it, it, that, That's so cool And, and I, you know, it's so weird to hear Because when I first started this back in 2011 This was such a small community That basically everyone was a wrestling person Everyone, you know Because that's who originally That was marketed towards Because there was such a li- limited budget It was just people who knew DDP But nowadays I find it fascinating That so many people who come to the program And have success know him from DDPY, not from his wrestling career. You know, it's kind of, right. it's exciting to kind of see it expand like that. And, you know, I totally feel you when you talk about, you know, I thought it was a gimmick. I thought it was a, you know, a cash grab. You know, there's so many things that when you're a famous person, you have the access to just slap your name on and, and move along. Um, and honestly, it still baffles me how passionate he still is about this and, how many, you know, how hearing those stories never gets old. And sometimes, you know, I could, I could be the kind of guy that gets a little jaded, you know, with people or the world in general. And, you know, I, I spend a couple of days with him, you know, either driving around, you know, taking him places or, you know, promoting stuff uh, with him. And it's so humbling to see how he acts with people. Um, and I've never been with a famous person who's ever been so generous to his audience. And he's one of those guys that one of the, the first thing I noticed, he listens. He doesn't look over you. He doesn't let you kind of talk through him. He's a follow-up questions and he listens and he truly gives a shit about the people that he's helping um, and has time for everyone. As long as they're putting in the effort, he doesn't have time for, you know, people who just flap their gums with no, without any kind of follow through, but if you're out there doing the work, he's got time for you. And it's, it's always inspiring to see how, you know, he, he can still do that after being in the public eye for so long. Um, and so many people have come here with, Oh, I bet it's a gimmick. And just any couple minutes with him knows that, you know, that's the real deal. He's the real deal. Um, and that's pretty special and it's pretty cool how he still, uh, you know, reaches out to people. That's how I initially got, you know, brought into all of this was, you know, him reaching out to me 
through a private number <laughs> back in 2011 after I, I owned the program for the first time. And 10 years later, I'm, I'm here. So it's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. When I, when I talked to him back in August, he was so cool. Like I was, like you said, he's, he engages in conversation. He talks to you. He has a real, he had a, we had a real conversation, which like blew me away. Cause I was starstruck. I'm like, you know, I didn't expect that, you know, it was really nice. Have you seen the, the documentary Relentless or the new documentary? Yep. yep. Yes. I like what he talks yes. about how when, when he met Steve Yu at the airport, Steve Yu's like, yeah, I like, what, you know, I like what you're doing now. He referred to him like that's what he referred to as DDPY. And that's what, like you said, a lot of people are, they know of him through DDPY instead of the wrestling. And that says a lot. That says huge, that's huge, you know, about his character and how much he cares. You know, because he continues to be passionate cause, about this and continues to help people. You know, and that's what I—that's what I love. You know. And I mean, there's uh, been a conversation that we've had over. You know, Mike and I have had. You know, off the air, and it's going to be very interesting in years to come how much DDPY is going to eclipse his wrestling career, if it hasn't already. Yeah. I see like DDPY, yeah. like it, DDPY hasn't really exploded. Like I just see it as, I think everybody should be doing DDPY. And, you know, every, any walk of life should be doing this. And I see it's, it's such an infant stage. It's barely scratching the surface of how many people it can actually help. And again, that goes, that's another reason why I want to be an instructor because I'd like to help people that have issues like mine and show them they can do it and exercise. Because if they can't walk around the block, well, you can stand still or sit in the chair or lay in a bed. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, that's, that's where I see DDPY's future for me, like to help people that feel like they can't, they're going to have weight issues, obviously, most of them because of their limitations, but. That's where I see the future with DDPY. That's you know that's where I'd like to take it when I become an instructor. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really amazing that even with the limits, you are unlimited when it comes to this program. Because, like you said, you can start off in a bed, you can you know jump in right on the mat, or you can go right to the hardest. It all depends where you are. But just because you have limits doesn't mean that you can't surpass them. And I think that's an amazing thing. Like you brought up though, like were they mental limits or physical limits? When you have yep. a physical limitation and a mental limitation, it's so much more difficult to do it. I come from, that's coming from experience because you just don't think, and then you're worried about re- hurting yourself again and going through another yep. surgery again. It's just, I don't know. It's hard. It's, so difficult to overcome like I had my surgery February 13 2013 and then July 2019 is when I decided to do something it took a long time to get over that mental hurdle you know but that's just what had to be done but that's where I see if I could show people what's possible and it'll help them get over that hurdle you know if I could stand at the front of the room and start a workout and they have a limitation like I do Oh, he's doing it. Oh, I can do that. Or if they see it, someone like me doing it, you know, and finding someone more relatable to your situation is going to help you some way. Sure. You still got to flip the switch, but seeing that as an example is going to help. And that's what I want to do. I want to show people what's possible. That's, I think that's one of the biggest uh, services that we offer in, in DDPY and on this radio show is sharing the stories and finding unique characteristics and people because I can look at a fitness instructor who's, you know, got shredded eight pack abs and just, you know, on the cover of a magazine and she can tell me what to do to lose weight, but I don't relate to her. You know, I, there's so many different people in this community who are now instructors that have lived through stories where they weren't just bred as a fitness model. They're people who's accomplished real change or overcome injuries or, or weight gain or, or whatever it may be. And almost everybody here, you know, finds something relatable about somebody who's in that position as an instructor. And you said something there that I I really related to when you just spoke to me is the mental and the physical 
aren't separate. A lot of times the physical will lead to the mental and the mental will lead to physical problems. Um, and when I had gotten injured, you know, several years back and I hurt myself, that was so on my head. It was so in my head. Every time I'd be in a position to do a, a move that it changed the way I did DDPY because I became protective of that area. And in trying to overcompensate and overprotect an area, I hurt myself elsewhere because I wasn't properly executing things. So, so much of the mental is tied into the physical. And someone like yourself who's, who's you know, been dealing with that, if I go into a classroom and, and see you there, I look at you and say, well, he, he dealt with the same thing that I'm insecure about. And that's how you're able to form trust with, with an instructor. And that's how you're able to, you know, allow yourself to, to be inspired by that person. It's, it's such a huge, huge part of what we do here. Uh, you know, I always said the biggest billboard for DDPY is finding someone who you can relate to and watching them be yeah. successful because that really gives you the power to think, like, I could be that guy. It's definitely a stepping stone. It's a step in the right direction, you know. It's something – but, like, back to that, like, I, I – you brought this up, Mike, a few weeks ago about how you looked at progress pictures and stuff. You saw before and after pictures and how you kind of shied away from those. You remember that? I don't know. I don't know how you worded it, but, like – you remember that or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 I remember. I think I remember that. I, I stopped taking them myself. Okay. Okay. Because that's something like I, like before I started DDPY, I, I avoided looking at before and after pictures. I didn't want to see before and after pictures. You know, I was my mental state. I didn't want to see what was possible. That's how. Deep, that's how dark my head was. That's how, you know what I mean? That's how bad I was. I just got, th- that's, I mean, that's, the mental state was just horrible because I, I refused to see that. I refused to notice that. Oh, I mean, that's where I go back to the timing part because I, seeing Arthur, Arthur's video, I should have been motivated to start that day. And I could have. But again, my mental state, I just wasn't ready. And a lot of people, are, like we talked about earlier, are in that mental state. And I've been there. And that's another reason why, just to get, to be an inspiration or and show what's possible, like to get them out of that, out of that rut. If I can get them, like I say, a step in the right direction, that would be great for me. You know, to get them, toward, you know, towards their goal. Getting out of that mental state. Because like I guess it's all mental. And that's one thing I'm learning and trying to, I can't. I don't have a magic wand. I can't make someone change their mind, but I'm just trying to find different ways, inverted ways, or how how do you say it? Like, not indirect ways to show them. And that's where I, you know, I'm. I just with the progress picks and with different things, I could show. You know, change their mind, change their skew. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I mean. I think it's. I sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Crystal. No, no. Um, I I just think it's really important. One of the biggest things that I've learned from being here for God knows how many years, I don't want to age myself, but um, I think one of the biggest things that everyone does in the community is they they root for you. And this place is, is a different kind of monkey. You know, when you have people cheering for you, but you're not cheering for you. I mean, that sometimes pulls you along into a place where you think, you know, Hey, maybe I can do this. And that is a huge, those first few steps are always, I mean, they're shaky. I know my first few steps were very shaky because I thought, what the heck am I doing? But once you get out of your head a little bit and you know, it's amazing what can happen when you believe in yourself even a wee bit. And that's what this community has done. Well, like when I first signed up, they said to join the DDP yoga Facebook page and I didn't know it existed. So I joined that. And I, I remember posting my first progress pictures. They were like, I think I did like the first month and the third month. And I didn't Mm -hmm. think anyone would even pay attention to it. And I got likes and comments. And that was a great feeling. That's where I knew it was different too. That's what's so special about the Facebook page is I'm really active on that page, but 
in a way, they kind of helped me build momentum to get where I am. And we're talking about strangers, people I've never met in my life. And they're taking the time to hit to hit the like button or to comment. And I, I appreciate every like and comment because it, like, keeps, I don't know, like, you build up steam. And you're like, okay, I need to get the next progress picture out. I, I don't know. It's just it's something I didn't think was going to help, you know, move me in the right direction. But it did. It's unexpected. It's a positive thing about Facebook, you know, because there's so many negatives. But that's a positive thing for sure that helped me, I think. I, I, I call the DDPY the, the last positive uh, location on the internet yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it, it really is. And, you know, when I came by, you know, originally we were on the DDPY, uh, the group, the uh, the uh, team DDPY page, and I go on there, and I've said this before, I got suspicious because I'm like, nobody's this nice on the internet all the time. So I thought, I right, like, did I join right. a cult or something? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> so, but it is. And, you know, we don't we don't tolerate that stuff on the groups or the boards or anything like that. And it's not like we're going to shame someone and kick them out. But it's very quickly established that the divisive yeah. arguing and, and just stuff doesn't fly here. And there's no police, but we police our own. And, when people try to pull that up, we very politely stand up for them and we stand up to people and it's really quickly determined that that doesn't fly. And it's such a nice, pleasant change from all the, you know, people just quickly to instigating on the internet, no matter what you're saying to someone who's just un, uh, you know, undying supportive, uh, you know, of people it's, it's different and it feels good. It's just amazing yeah, how they're all strangers. I never even met me before, and they're encouraged. The encouragement I get, I just, I love it. It's just so great. It's such a positive thing. Like you said, there's so much negativity. It's so positive. It's another great thing about DDPY because everyone's in the same mindset for the most part and has a positive attitude. I love it, man. I love I love that the Facebook group. I mean, it's always important to realize, too, and I mean, I think this is a common thread across everything that has, you know, DDP yoga associated with it, is we believe that you are entitled to have a bad day. Everybody has a bad day, but a bad day never means that you have a bad life or that you can take it out on someone else. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, and that's what uh, Garrett Sakahara is for. We just take it out on him instead. We just <laughs> pile it on him. You know. What Josh McAdoo. Uh, Josh McAdoo. Yeah, exactly. Josh McAdoo. No, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing, and the, the, the community is such a great resource, especially when you're coming in, you know, you're first starting. Doing something like this is intimidating. You're changing your diet. You're changing your life, your exercise. You got a lot of questions. You don't know whether to, you know, which way you're going or, you know, there's a lot of questions that people would deem like, and they're no stupid questions, but like, I'm not going to email them and ask this. So it's a great like resource for people who are just getting in, bouncing, you know, stuff off of people because that group is so, you know, we got people who've been doing this for 20 or 15 years and we got people who've been doing this for 15 minutes. So there's so many people coming at it from different places that are great to help out. And from the get-go, I feel like the DEPY community was something that set us apart from, uh, you know, so much of the other stuff. Um, and like we mentioned earlier, is there's so many different people from so many different walks of life. we got somebody who's an extreme athlete who's on a television for being an athlete, and then we've got people that are 700 pounds, and they're all doing the same yep. workout. They're not this, you know, they're not another brand. It's, we're all under the DDPY banner. And there's something incredible about that level of, uh, you know, diversity into a group of people. I mean, I mean, back to the gimmick part where I thought it was a gimmick or they're trying to sell me something. Once I joined that group and I started seeing real people, real stories, real progress pictures, it made it further and further away from my, my mind. Like this is real. It made it seem like Mm -hmm. this is the real deal. And it made me more confident in DDPY and the trust it even more. By seeing how that, it's just a pure thing that I just was surprised, pleasantly surprised by, and that just helped me keep going. You know, I don't, I don't know about you, but I've, I've found myself in years 
that if you're watching TV or if you're reading a magazine or a billboard and you see a, a picture, like a progress or before and after picture from any company, my mind is instantly that it's fake or it's, you know, yes. we've been conditioned so long and, and we've been, you know, shown how all these gimmicks work and how all these things work. So that's my first instinct because most of them, a lot of them are, you know. It's um, too good to like you said, There's no way that could happen to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but like you said, when you go into the page and then you see somebody and then you see the Facebook page and you click and you scroll through, you see years of this change happening in real time. So it, it really does kind of uh, – it turns it into something real, a real person, a human, a human being behind it. That's something that, you know, you can't turn on a 2 a.m. infomercial and be completely trustworthy if that person even exists. And it's funny. Now that I see those, I don't even – I just change the channel right away. I feel like see right through it. I don't know. It's funny that you say that because I don't even put any stock into any of that stuff anymore because I know what I know what's real and that's DDPY. You know. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. I I noticed a couple years ago, Lauren, uh, uh, Elias, and I can't say her last name. Uh, she's a longtime DDP person. Uh, had she put DDP shared her photo of her, her weight loss. And there was this backlash of people who actually went to her page and to prove that she wasn't real and was saying, well, if you look at this, her tattoos on the wrong side in this picture that DDP posted, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. So DDP did this almost tongue in cheek, but serious video of what happens when you take a picture into a mirror, it flips it onto the other side and he brought Lauren uh-huh. out to prove that she was real. But it was so funny because so many people so many times have tried to like say that's not real. They've tried to say Arthur isn't real. I've stood in <laughs> front of Arthur more times than you can imagine and I can tell you that person is real. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Oh. Did, I lock, did I drop you guys? Yeah, actually, my phone just went oh. dead. Yeah, I thought, I thought I lost you. It's okay. No, um, no, no. Yeah, you know, Sorry, it's like really weird. No, it's just really weird. So I had this huge hang-up when I flew to Georgia. I went to the performance center and I thought, what the heck am I doing here? You know, I don't deserve to be here. You know, you get in one of those really weird mindsets and. I walked in that building and I thought everybody was going to be a size four and I wasn't because I was sick and I was on medication and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, to make a long story short, you know what? There wasn't a person in that room that was the same. Everybody was different. And here was me stressing about what I was supposed to look like. Well, no, I'm supposed to be happy and healthy and, you know, I'm not supposed to be a size. And that's so true, though. A lot of people have that barrier in their mind. They don't yeah. want to do it. I don't know. They don't like to do that because they think they're not like them. Or, But they, but you are. And that's what's another great thing about this community is that we're all different, but we're all have the same goal. We're all the same, you know, we're all here for the same reason, you know, there we are. and it, and we get so fixated on our looks and stuff like that. Like I would never walk into a gym. I still don't want to walk into a gym, even though I've lost all this weight, I still have insecurities because you go to a gym and you see all this stuff, you know, see all these people walking around like they're perfect. And that's a barrier that stops people from progressing. And it's horrible that they feel that way. And it goes back again to flipping that switch. You got, that's why DDPY, if someone was interested in doing it and they just joined the Facebook page and they, like we talked about it, they just scrolled a few pictures. They'd be like, Whoa, what is this? What, you know, then they could get, get getting further, but it would break that barrier. You know, it so makes it accessible. I- yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, when I walk when, in, when I walk into a yoga studio and there's a bunch of like, you know, model type people, it's intimidating for a guy like me. I'm a regular guy, and there's all kinds of girls who are size zero. But if I walk into a yoga studio and there's someone that looks like me, or someone that looks like you, or or Josh McAdoo, or Garrett, or even Hayden, even though Hayden is supermodel material, you know, it really does make it acceptable for the accessible for the average person. 
to go in there. I remember make, one time. You, oh, go go ahead. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead, man. It just makes you feel comfortable. That's what I was going to say. It, and you feel exactly. more comfortable, comfortable, and that's huge. That's, I mean, I mean, that's so true. And, and that's, that is the hangup in a lot of people, like just not feeling comfortable in a place to be, you know, open to change. When we went to Mexico a couple of years ago, or years ago, I remember one time that I gained a little bit of weight, probably about seven or eight pounds. And I was so concerned about everyone's going to notice, everyone's going to notice. And my wife at the time was like, you're such a narcissist. I'm like, why? And she goes, you think that everyone's going to walk in there and just eyes be on you and looking like analyzing Mike Mullins to see if he's as perfect as he was on the internet. She's like, do you actually go into a room and just pick people apart? No, you just go in and do your thing. And, but in that head, you know, we're so hypercritical of ourselves that I think that I'm all eyes are going to be on me. My hair is going to be blowing in the breeze and a spotlight's going to pop on me and everyone's <laughs> going to judge me for not yeah, looking right? like I did last year when I showed up. Uh, but it's true. It's those insecurities that you get past. And once you realize that every person here is real and every person is hu- as a human being, you allow those walls to come down and you settle in and you allow yourself to just get back to work and get going and, you know, work out. I mean, back to the insecurities. So, I posted a picture yesterday of my first progress pic with my shirt off. And I want to show that because I see a lot of people posting pictures, like men in particular, with their shirts on. And, like, my first progress pick with my shirt off was horrible. I looked upset, sad, pissed off. But having that now to look at is, is huge. And that's a huge motivator for me. That's, I just wanted to bring that up, how these insecurities. Like, any guy listening to this and you want to post progress picks, take your shirt off, man. You're going to be glad you did when you start making progress. All right, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> No, very, very true. There's, very true. There's, there's a quote I have downstairs in the dungeon, and it's one of the rare ones that kind of sticks around. And when I was flying back from Georgia to Toronto from Summit, it kind of popped into my mind. And the quote is, um, DDP yoga is not about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. Yep. That's it. And that was huge yeah. because how many of us are our own worst enemies? I know I am. I'm my own worst enemy every time. To just say that you got your head out of your butt. I mean, just to say that people don't want to yeah. say that. They don't want to admit their insecurities. They don't want to admit they were wrong for living that way. Like I lived this way for 20 years, you know, yeah. but to come to that realization and to admit it, is re- is refreshing. You need sure. to do that to move on, to put it in the past and become a better person and a new person and a new, a, the better version of yourself. You're still the same person, but now I'm just, I say I'm a better version of myself, a healthier version yeah. and a happier version for sure, and a better husband and a and a better father. That's for sure, right there, and that's why it's all worth it, you know. And, I mean, just because you fall into a rut doesn't mean you unpack your bags and stay there. My wife has a good analogy. Like, if you broke your screen on your cell phone, would you continue hitting it on the ground and breaking it even more? You think that's a good analogy, right? You think about that? Yeah. Like, if you're broke, would you continue to damage your cell phone if the screen broke? You'd be more delicate with it, and you wouldn't want it to break anymore. That's the same thing with nutrition and falling off the wagon. It's the same idea. It's a pretty cool. She brought it up to me a few months ago. I thought that was pretty cool to think about that, that aspect. And the, it, no, it works yeah. in so many different ways of life, you know? Yeah. No, it is a good one. A great point for absolutely. And, you know, it requires a certain level of honesty with yourself, too. You know, we talked about this earlier. I can lie to myself better than anyone. And when someone tries to approach you, and, and you talked about this earlier, about how hard it is to get through to somebody who doesn't want to help. Um, when you try, when people try to approach me in the past and say, hey, we're worried about you, you put on weight, you know, maybe, you know, you should try to, you know, work out with me. Or, you know, people came at it with good intentions. But you, instead of actually kind of internalizing those and thinking like, oh, maybe I, I, I could, you know, use some help for that. You know, you your first instinct as humans is to either deflect, deny, or 
just being complete, just you won't listen to it, you know? And a lot of times, and especially in the world we live in now, very few people are allowed to take criticism or advice and just internalize it. It, it, People get insulted or they get, you know, deflective. And sometimes people, when they're trying to criticize you, are doing it for your own best interest. And we don't see that a lot of times. And, And it's hard to offer help to people because of it because so much of it is taken as a negative, but it takes a true friend to be able to honestly tell you that you've got a problem or that they're worried about you. Uh, enablers will tell you what you want to hear, but you got to have yeah. a couple true friends that are willing to kind of stand up, step out and say, Hey, you may not listen to me, but I just want to say I'm here if you need me. And it seems like that's something that you're trying to kind of find your way into right now is finding some people that need your help and being that person, that sounding board, which is hard to do and hard to initiate, but real friends will tell you that they're concerned about you. Um, And and that's a rarity nowadays. Well, like you said, you've become defensive though. You have a defense mechanism that kicks in and you're just, your first reaction is to be defensive and defend your actions. Even though your actions are bad and you know subconsciously that they're bad. But for some reason, you feel like you're getting attacked and you want to fight back. You know, it's just, but it's built into everybody, unfortunately, you know? Yeah, you know, there's a a whole theory about are you more interested in being right or are you more interested in being happy? Oh, wow, that's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. My dad's a psychologist, can you tell? But oh, right, wow. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you stop, put things when you compart, you put them in different compartments. You think, whoa, wait a minute, what about, what about, what am I doing? I need to change this, and you know, you go from there. Are you right or are well, you happy? Well, like that, conquering my weight and conquering my nutrition has helped me step back and look at other character uh, personality traits and character flaws I might have. Because I, you when you once you take a step back and look at yourself and you change a few things, you learn to change other things. That's why this yep. is more than more than weight loss. Because you change, you know, all your bad habits and the good, but you just little things you just slowly change, you know, and it's it's for the better. It leads into better things, not just the number on the scale. It leads to great things, like a better relationship with my wife better relationship with my children I have now. Everything is better. And it's not from a scale. It's from taking a step back and looking at myself and making necessary changes. It's, it's a great thing. You mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, you said we um, were talking about, you know, being able to eat what you want and just being happy about it. And, like, I don't want to have to focus on that. I just want to, you know, be happy and do what I want to do. So was that true happiness, being able to eat garbage just because you wanted to enjoy the garbage, or is this life you're leading now with, you know, better with your wife, better with your kids, is that ultimate happiness that you once confused with being able to eat whatever you want? You know what I mean? This is ultimate happiness that I never knew existed. Because, like you said, I would turn to a fast food or certain foods, for happiness, and that's not, I don't know, I didn't, now that I have this, I never want to lose it. I never want to lose the state of mind I'm in and the happiness I experience every day. And, like, making a, I don't want to turn back, because I know turning back, I'm not going to be this happy. And that's another motivator. It's like a hidden motivator that keeps me going, you know? Wow. Wow. So, uh, Last question before we wrap up here real quick. Moving forward, you know, you, you, you've, you've faced those challenges, your foot injury and stuff that kind of knocks you to the floor and, you know, kind of changes things for you. And you fell into that rut. You know, God forbid something happens and you get laid up on the shelf for a few months. Do you feel like you're better equipped to deal with adversities now than you were before? And if uh, what is your, you know, thoughts going forward about how you're going to maintain this level of, uh, you know, motivation and stuff, uh, you know, well, what have you learned I and actually, how are you going to use it moving forward? I actually messed up my knee a few months back in October. I had the push of my vehicle, broke down, I had to push it, and I messed up my knee. 
So I was sidelined. I couldn't do DDPY for like two weeks. So, and now I'm back to where I should be, but I needed that. And if I didn't change my mindset, I probably wouldn't be doing DDPY anymore. Luckily, I built up enough momentum, enough speed to just keep going because of, of my mindset. So I'm, I'm confident in the future if something like that does happen. I know my body more now than I ever have in my life, and I know what I need to do. Like today, my knee, I, I was sore, and the knee was bothering me a little bit, so I, I skipped my workout today. Well, I, I, I took the day off. I shouldn't say skip. I took the day off because I'm listening to my body because this isn't about a six-month period or a year period. This is a lifetime. So me missing a day out of 365 days, it's not going to hurt me. But I, that's what, it just goes back to knowing my body. And I know my body, like I said, I know my body more now than I ever have in my life. So, and I would just get more and more confident in that, you know. Oh, congratulations! That's amazing. That's, that's, that's amazing. a great story. Oh, absolutely. And uh, we appreciate you coming on and telling it for us, man. We'd love to get an update in the future, and some down the line, we'll bring you along uh, back and see how you're doing. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time to, uh, you know, come on here and talk to us. It's it's a, it's a great story, and it's a story. That's so unique, but I have a feeling a lot of people will relate to that, and that's what we do here. That's what's important. That's a big reason why I wanted to come on this and why I was so excited to come on this, because my story is a little different. Like I talk about my – you see my progress pictures, but you don't see what I had to face to get those progress pics. You don't see my foot – you don't see those injuries I had to overcome to get to those progress pics. And knowing that makes my progress pics – look a little bit more like damn I think I don't know that's what I you know because I've overcome so much but I just want that to be an example of what's possible for people in my similar situation or people that want to lose weight if I can do it with a bad foot and you you can do it that's how I that's how my that's how I see it you know well congratulations um is there any place you anything you want to plug real quick before we uh we wrap up here do you have a, an Instagram or anything like that you want to throw out there on my Instagram is at DDP, uh, ddpyyogamat.com. I actually told Chris, I asked Crystal this morning if you guys had an Instagram, and she said she was working on it, so I don't know if I got the gears going, if I helped uh, start the Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I just I heard about it today. So, well, well thank you so much uh, for coming on here, Matt. I appreciate you telling the story. And uh, how we wrap things up here every week, we go to our uh, our one and only quote master who has a a dungeon worth of tied up Hallmark uh, writers in her basement coming up with great <laughs> quotes for the show. So, uh, Crystal, could you uh, grab a sample from one of your uh, uh, your chapters captives and give us a great quote? To end the day with? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this is another good one. Um, I hope it fits well for everyone's week ahead um if you don't start today then what makes you think you're gonna start tomorrow oh wow you need to share these on facebook i like that one about would you rather be right or be happy is that how one i love that one (laughs) you gotta share these that's why we i love these that's why we call her the Canadian quote master. I swear she's got I mean, like a bunch of poets chained up back there, just cranking these out. <laughs> it's it's short and sweet and to the point. I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and I love. Uh, I thank you that for that, Crystal. I know you. You actually You're instead welcome. of just grabbing these, you do actually go through and, and try to find meaningful and really good ones. I know you work hard on that, so we always appreciate yep. you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Crystal. What Thanks, a great Matt. episode. Another awesome episode. We, we we did it again. We shared another amazing story, and every single week we keep raising the bar and having better and better better stories all the time. 
So uh, if you have somebody that you think is eligible for the Warrior of the Week and you think that they would be a great addition to the show, contact Crystal. She's booking uh, probably right now January of 2027. You're so far ahead of the game. Um, (laughs) When you came in here, you brought so much structure that I don't even know what to do with it because I am the kind of person that just flies by the seat of my pants. You know, I get to the show every day with, like, reaching out the door like Indiana Jones trying to get his hat through the, you know, cave. But uh, that's how I fly in here every day. But you're awesome at doing all this uh, really good uh, organizational stuff that I am just completely useless in. So you're appreciated as well. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. EDP Radio live next week, 9 p.m. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, you can find this everywhere. You get podcasts and EDP Radio live Wednesday night at DDPRadio.com. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Wow. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. <laughs> <laughs>